This is the Mojo, the Meaning of Life and Business podcast, where life and business intersect. Hosted by Jennifer Glass, CEO of Business Growth Strategies International and BGSI Coaching. We are dedicated to your success. Welcome to another episode of Mojo, the meaning of life and business. On today's program, we're going to be talking about case studies. What are they and why do they even matter? All too often, we get bogged down in marketing and we're trying to tell consumers, prospects, we're trying to tell them our product is the greatest thing since sliced bread. One of the easiest and best ways that we can do that is with case studies though. And we're gonna have a really interesting conversation on case studies with our guest today, Jeff Strauss from Just Case Studies. But before I bring Jeff in, let me tell you a little bit about Just Case Studies. Just Case Studies helps businesses tell their customer success stories better and build the trust they need to make sales. Since starting the business in 2020, Just Case Studies has helped clients of all sizes in a wide variety of industries. They can help businesses of any size leverage the success they've helped their clients achieve into new business opportunities. Jeff from Just Case Studies, welcome to the show. Thanks, Jennifer. Glad to be here. Absolutely. Thank you. So, Jeff, let me ask you, when we look at case studies, let's kind of dispel uh, the confusion around it first. What exactly do you consider to be a case study and what would not be a case study um, that people sometimes call a case study? Sure. Um, You know, um, I think there is this idea around case studies that they have to be highly technical. You might think of like uh, uh, in the pharmaceutical industry or a scientific field, uh, or you might think of something you had to do for a college course, or you could think about kind of the basic version or the traditional case study where it's just here is a situation, here's the solution, and here's the result. And uh, while those all might be uh, technically case studies, um, they're not necessarily the uh, product that we produce for our customers. Uh, We feel that uh, effective case studies are uh, good for building trust and providing social proof. And so the way that we approach them is actually interacting with your customers to get the story of their experience in working with you and their journey and working with you and what you were able to do with them. Um, so it uh, actually gives uh, the real story of what being your customer looks like and feels like. So when people are putting out white papers and case studies, I mean, there's a lot of similar information there. Wouldn't you agree on that? I think so. I think so. And I think uh, the big difference is the presentation. I think you hear the term white paper and you think uh, very kind of dry and technical and uh, everything that kind of goes with that mindset. Um, And I think even when you say case study, people may get that same vibe. Um, 
that's why uh, as soon as I start talking about case studies, I try to, as soon as possible, shift the mindset from case study to customer success story, because uh, truly what it is, is a story and it's your customer's story about working with you. As they say, stories sell, facts tell. And so it really becomes important to think about it in that regard as we are looking at, well, what do we do? How do we do it? And showing our clients how we can really make them uh, deliver on what it is that we say we're going to deliver for them. So let me ask you a different question then. We've seen many of the printed case studies, but I understand you guys are also doing video case studies as well, right? Yes, we are. So tell me more about the video case studies, how that would allow people to really get more of an idea, how that can make a difference in their business too. Sure. Um, the video product is uh, very similar to the traditional written or text version of the case study. We kind of follow the same process as the tr our traditional product uh, where we interact with your client and get their story and turn it into a case study for you. Uh, but then we go one step further and we schedule a, a virtual meeting with them where we uh, interview them and we tape that interview and then we bring it into our video uh, production uh, area and then uh, we pull ourselves out and we put in uh, graphics and so uh, then you get a nice video product where your client is actually on camera talking about all these things that you've done with them and uh, what kind of results they got from working with you. So then you have this thing that you can use on your website, on a YouTube channel, uh, anywhere where you might put a video where it's uh, a real nice piece where your client is talking about uh, everything that happened good by working with you. So is that the same like a customer testimonial or is it something different? You know, I get that question a lot. It's something different because a testimonial is a short piece where they're just talking about, hey, I worked with company XYZ and I got great results. You need to work with company XYZ. Uh, a case study, uh, in no matter what form it's in, uh, tells more of a complete story and makes it more relatable in a few different ways. You know, it talks all about, um, uh, here is this business, uh, here's what they do, here's who they serve, here's how long they've been in business, here is the situation they had, here are the solutions they considered, here's why they chose our business versus all the other options in the marketplace, here's what the solution looked like, here's what it was like uh, going through using our product or service, and here are the results we got. Uh, and then, of course, the call to action, if you are a business like this, if you are looking for a solution like this, if you're looking for results like this, uh, here's how you get in touch with us. So it tells a much more complete story than a testimonial does. It's not just a rah-rah cheerleader kind of thing. It's uh, kind of a, a beginning to end story uh, and has the story arc like a, you know, a good movie or a good novel. And thank you also for helping us know the components of what actually makes a good case study as opposed to being some sort of loose uh, writing piece or video. Let me look at it though uh, 
in a different light. If I record a video for a particular product or company, and I say, my name is Jennifer Glass, my company is Business Growth Strategies International, and I am doing X, Y, and Z. And this is where I started, this is what's going on, and here's where it goes, and trust me, you're going to want to use them too. Is that the same kind of idea that would be going into that case study, or is it really digging deeper into, like you said, some of those more fine points of what's involved? Um, you know, if you were to do something like that, it, uh, it's really nothing wrong with it. But uh, by taking the case study approach, by taking the uh, uh, journalistic approach, um, we can kind of fine tune and uh, drive the story in the direction we want it to go. Because uh, in the process, we kind of start off with uh, the client uh, interview process where we decide, uh, is there a certain target market that you want to speak to? Is there a certain product or service that you want to highlight? And then we find a client that best uh, represents uh, that thing. And then we create a unique set of questions that will get that subject of the case study to tell the story that you want to tell. Um, so I think there is a, a differentiation there because we are uh, uh, in a little bit more control of uh, the way the story goes and what will be detailed within the story. Um, I like to think about that uh, quote uh, uh, in the legal field that uh, lawyers never ask a question that they don't already know the answer to. Um, and so it's kind of the same thing with case studies. Uh, you don't do a case study uh, using a subject that you don't know is going to tell a great story. Um, and in order to get them to tell that great story, you kind of lead the process with the questions, the unique questions you create uh, to pull those answers out. They're going to really tell a great, great story. It's going to make more clients want to work with you because of all the great things that your earlier clients are saying about you. Absolutely. And that's really key when you think about where you're going in that regard. Like you said, an attorney is not going to ask that question. They don't want to know the answer to. And it really becomes important then in the marketing side to make sure that the clients that you're asking for to get those case studies, that they're obviously going to be making sense uh, to further prospects, to help the customer journey from uh, understanding the problem to researching the problem to talking to providers that can address that problem to ultimately choosing a provider or having a demo and choosing a provider and light though when customers are giving us these case studies how often if ever might we need to update that information and I know you're not an attorney you don't play one on TV Jeff but um, if we were looking at having the case studies in other words, one of the things that a lot of people say is your testimonials. You need to be making sure your testimonials 
are staying updated to be in compliance with FTC regulations. A lot of people don't even know that um, because you can end up in trouble if somebody is not your client, if it's a testimonial that was gotten in a different way, things along those lines. There's a lot of things. And we know that there was a major influencer recently that got into a lot of trouble with uh, the FTC over their crypto um, encouragement. They did a hashtag ad in their post, but it really wasn't clear how much they were paid or anything else along those lines. And so a lot happened. But when it comes to those case studies, do you know if we have to be paying attention to the same concern or is that a question you really want to check with your legal counsel on? Um, again, not a lawyer, not speaking with any uh, legal authority on this, but one thing that we do and is a good general practice um, because of the way that we do it, um, we're not helping the business owner to tell these case study stories without the customer involvement. So the customer has to consent to be a part of the process. The customer is involved in the process. They're answering the questions. The customer will see the final version before it goes out into the world. At no point is there any confusion from anyone involved in the case study, what this thing is, what it'll be used for, anything like that. So I think uh, our clients, because of the way we uh, have our process set up, uh, there's really no uh, potential for there to be any question as to whether or not the client knows exactly what this thing is and what it's going to be used for uh, because they're fully involved in the process. Does that answer what kind of get to what you were asking? I believe it does. And I think it's key that people still understand that just in case somebody is no longer a customer of a business, that may need to be a question that your legal counsel just gives you advice on in terms of being in a position to be better aware of potential concern. Always better to be uh, safe rather than sorry. And yes. so if there's one takeaway, that's definitely an important takeaway here. So Jeff, turning uh, the conversation slightly, you are going to be a published author uh, pretty soon on case studies with your book. Uh, the book on case studies, How to Build Trust and Profit Using Customer Success Stories. Can you tell us a little bit more about that book and uh, the idea behind it and what you're hoping for people to really be getting after reading it? Sure, be happy to. Um, as I was doing my research and as I continue to do my research in the field that I'm in, um, I found that the book that I wanted to read about using case studies for marketing business wasn't really out there. I found books about case studies, but not one that particularly addressed what I was going to be doing. So I got it into the back of my head that at some point I'm going to have to write that book. So now that I've been doing this for a little while, I felt there was a time to do it. And so I am writing this book, which will, as you said, be available in a, uh, uh, fairly soon. Um, and the whole point of the book is, uh, as soon as you're done reading it, you're gonna be able to create your own case studies. It covers everything from uh, what are case studies? Why are they important? How do you create them? How do you use them? 
all the way up to how do you track how this thing is performing for you. And so by the time you're done reading the book, uh, you'll be able to uh, do the same thing that we do without us. But of course, as always, if you don't have the time or energy, we'd always be happy to help you out. Thank you. And again, you're going to want to look for that book um, wherever you get your uh, books. So certainly keep an eye out for that. I'm assuming it's going to be on Amazon and other online retailers as well uh, yes. for people to be getting. Yep. And so you can certainly uh, check that out and um, look for Jeff Strauss, G-E-O-F-F-S-T-R-A-U-S-S when you are looking for uh, that book. Jeff, let me ask you though, and this is a question that I like to ask a lot of my uh, guests. You've been doing this for a while now. What makes you tick? What makes you um, really love getting up in the morning and writing these case studies for businesses as you are going out on a regular basis to do them? Great question. Um, I really think that case studies are uh, one of the most effective marketing pieces that the businesses can be using. And I also think they're one of the most underused pieces of marketing that businesses can be using. So I think kind of my vision and my mission for what I'm doing right now is to make case studies cool. Because I think that um, you know, having that piece in your marketing arsenal where you can tell people, you don't have to believe me what I'm telling you about my business. Here is this case study. Here is the proof. Here's an actual business. Here's an actual customer uh, telling their story. That's a great piece that you need to be having in uh, your marketing. Uh, so uh, just kind of becoming the Johnny Appleseed of case studies is kind of what uh, drives me at this point. Going out there, planting the seeds all over the place and getting the fruits of your labor when you see all those stories that are being used by your clients. And that's great. Um, let me ask you, if you were looking forward, say, 12 to 24 months down the road, once two years, do you think more businesses are going to be using case studies, especially uh, as of the time of this recording in a hyperinflationary market where people are really going to think more carefully about some of those non or the more discretionary spending items, especially. Um, do you think that's going to help more of the businesses as we go through this um, economic cycle? Or do you think that's going to be just about the same regardless. I'm curious to get your take on that. Oh, great question, Jennifer. Um, I think if I do my job right, I think more businesses will be using them because one of the great benefits of case studies uh, when they're uh, written properly and used properly is they can shorten the time from uh, the first interaction with the customer to the time when they actually buy. And that can be a big savings for a business. So the small investment in producing a case study can actually be a big uh, saver in terms of time, effort, money in uh, taking a customer from not buying to buying. 
And so I want to check one thing a little bit deeper there. I want to probe a little bit here. When you're talking about it can save time, it can save resources, it can save money, are we creating different case studies based on different avatars, based on the different personas of our customers? Are we doing case studies based on a particular product regardless of that avatar? I'm trying to help our listeners get a clear idea of that. Yeah, and that's completely up to the business owner. Um, I've spoken to clients at one end of the spectrum where they have uh, multiple online training courses and uh, they were interested in creating a case study for each one of those separate uh, online training courses. And I've talked to other uh, people who have uh, seven different target markets and they wanted one for each different target market so they could uh, pull it out and say, here's a business just like you and how we help them. Um, so it all depends on the goals of the, of the person, uh, who is doing the case study, what they want from it. Um, you know, maybe they just want one case study to talk about their business in general. So they'll pick out their one best client that got the best results and just want to tell that person's story, uh, in just kind of a general way and say, look at, we help this person and get these awesome results. And it doesn't necessarily get down to that nitty gritty of attaching to one target market or one specific product, but the results were so good that they just really, really want to tell that story. So it, it just depends on what the goal of the case study is and what the, the person, uh, the business wants from it. Thank you. Jeff, let me ask you, how can people find out more about you? Sure. Um, you can go to the website, justcasestudies.com. Uh, LinkedIn, find me on LinkedIn, and uh, that's probably the best two places right now. Thank you. And so when you're thinking about getting your marketing done right, when you're thinking about making sure that your prospects are really seeing the advantage of what it is that people are doing, it's important to remember having case studies that people can see oh, this sounds just like my situation, which is going to ultimately help me figure out how to move forward and know whether or not this is the right solution. And as Jeff mentioned, with this hyperinflationary market, it may be a great time for you to get involved and start getting some more case studies to help people understand the value understand the positioning of where you fit into their problem and how you can solve that problem in order to get that sales cycle shortened even just a little bit in terms of where you are. Jeff, I want to thank you again for being our guest today. You're welcome. And make sure you check out justcasestudies.com for more information and we'll have that information in the notes or look Jeff up on LinkedIn. In the meantime, though, this has been another episode of Mojo, the meaning of life and business. And until next time, here's to your success. This has been another episode of Mojo, the meaning of life and business podcast. If you like what you heard, 
please consider leaving us a review, liking us, or reaching out to us. You can contact us at bgsicoaching.com and let us know what you think. Thanks so much again for listening.